Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more. It's a lack of warm hearty welcome to you, our listener out there. Uh, welcome to this yet another technical conversation in which we're going to discuss pressure rating of components in a geyser installation. Now, as usual for these technical conversations, I have with me Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, a warm welcome to you as well, and thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Willem. Uh, as always, excellent to be here. Uh, always look forward to these podcasts, and uh, yeah, let's crack on. Eh? Let's see if we can uh, get through this. Before we head into our conversation and before I fire away with all of the other questions, uh, let's hop into an ad break just quickly. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. Welcome back to our listeners. This is a lacquer interesting one, Richard, because just before we started recording off-air, I told you that as a layperson, as a consumer, I had absolutely no idea what you were talking about when we mentioned the words, the pressure rating of the components of a geyser installation. Uh, and, and you briefly, just very briefly explained to me what it is before we actually started recording. And I want to ask you, why do geysers and its components or their components have pressure ratings? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's such a... Um one, it's it's one of those things that you just don't think about, isn't it? Uh, it's you, you you don't necessarily, as a as a consumer, walk around saying, "Ah, oh, I wonder what pressure rating my geezer's got." You know, it's not a, it's not something that's at the forefront of your mind. But look, municipal water pressures vary vastly, and um, here in Cape Town, there are you can have between three hundred kPa incoming, right up to fifteen hundred kPa uh, incoming. That's one thousand five hundred kilopascals of pressure coming in from the municipal pipes to your property. So the standards <clears throat> actually have a cutoff um, as to the maximum allowable pressure within a plumbing system, and that is six hundred kPa, so six hundred kilopascals. But Geezers, not all geezers can deal with that sort of pressure. Plus, not – okay, so so first of all, you need to kind of reduce that pressure somehow. So not mm. all uh, water supplies are reduced in, in, in terms of pressure. Most of them domestically come in straight from municipal pressure mm. until it gets to some sort of a device that – uh, allows you to reduce that pressure, which is usually associated with the geyser. In most cases, it is the pressure control valve at the geyser. So most geysers are not, well, no geysers have got unlimited ability to cope with pressure. They are all rated to certain pressures. I've already mentioned that the maximum allowable pressure inside of a domestic situation is 600 kPa. So that would stand to reason that the highest rating of a geyser possible is 600 kPa. But a lot of other geysers can only deal with less pressure. So there are various ratings. There are 
there are the, 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 the about half a dozen uh, ratings or, or, or possible ratings for pressure um, handling for geezers. And um, if that's not adhered to, in other words, if somebody ignores it, um, well, the results can be catastrophic. I mean, you can have explosions. The tank is just a physical thing, which is welded together or brazed together in the case of uh, copper or uh, glued together in the case of uh, fiberglass. And um, it will it will burst. And, and the, when it does, and if it does, it can be catastrophic. So you've got to be very aware of what the rated pressure is of that geyser. I've seen some of the pictures that you've shared with me um, of geysers that have actually exploded or bursted. Um, and the damage that it does to, you know, a brick wall, <laughs> blowing a brick wall away, it's unreal. It's its scary to think about that. No, it's scary. It is is—it is scary. Okay, so we've we have spoken about the, uh, you know, the, the pressures that come in from your municipality and how that's sort of reduced with your, your pressure valves and the geyser in most instance, instances and uh, what it should be the 600 kPa, the maximum allowed for domestic uh, instances or installations or systems. But what are the different pressure ratings, actually? Are there different ones? Okay, so this, yes, yes, now there are. And the standards determine it. So it's not arbitrary. It's not a manufacturer thumbs up. The standards determine it. So when, and 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 in a lot of these podcasts, well, not a lot, but some of them, we've mentioned uh, the manufacturing standard for geezers, which is SANS 151. And within that geezer standard or the manufacturing standard, there will be criteria set out uh, as to uh, how to test the geezer for a particular pressure rating. So if you've manufactured a geezer and you want it to be rated at 400 kPa, well, there's a certain uh, set of uh, tests that you need to go through and then you're approved and it's rated at 400 kPa. So the, so the standards determine the, the pressure ratings and they, they are as follows. So with each pressure rating, there is an associated color. So you will find that the valve, the pressure control valve, uh, for example, that reduces the incoming pressure down to uh, whatever it is, is color-coded. And so is the temperature and pressure emergency relief valve, the TP valve. It is also color-coded. And, and hence, at a glance, it is reasonably easy to, to tell what rating what pressure rating that valve is and it's for that purpose so you don't have to physically read 200 kpa on the valve you can just glance at it and say ah okay it's black therefore it's 200 kpa so the pressure ratings are as follows for anything less than or equal to 50 kpa 50 kpa the color is yellow 100 kpa the color is blue 200 kpa the color is black. 300 kPa, the color is brown. 400 kPa, the color is red. And 600 kPa, the color is green. So those are the pressure ratings and you can't deviate from that. So if you've got a, as a manufacturer, a 600 rated geezer and uh, you market uh, red and your valves, are, you can't do that. It's got to be green. Because that's what the standards require. So that's pretty much that. That's and that's as I said, determined by the standards. Richard, then obviously, so so those the color the color codes and the the um, the, the numbers of KPA that you've just mentioned now the ratings. Um, 
I mean, that means that a geezer that is rated black, 200 kPa, it can handle only 200 kPa of pressure. Is that correct? Correct. It can handle so, so, more. There is a safety factor built into it. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, okay. uh, I don't know what the safety factor is off the top of my head, but the TP valve, for example, is rated at one and a half times. So the, the geezer can, will, will easily handle one and a half times that pressure. So if it's rated at 200, it'll be able to handle uh, 300 kPa, but you may not use it at anything higher than 200. That is, that is the requirement. So the, the, the safety factor is, th- that's, that's a manufacturing requirement. There's, the, the, there's not to say that you've got a cushion as, a, as an installer you know, to play with. No, you don't. It must be 200 kPa. So that is the maximum pressure that you're allowed to feed that thing. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I'm going to shoot a question, um, you know, at the hip here now, uh, or shoot shot in the dark. But I mean, how does a how does a plumber determine what the pressure of the water is in the in the domestic system to know that what type of reduction pressure reduction uh, device they should put in place for a geezer like that? I mean, if if the KPA in the system the, from the municipality in the house is higher than the two hundred, then obviously it has to be reduced. You did speak of the pressure pressure reduction valve, but w- how does the plumber actually know i mean how do they know is there a way that they can measure it or well no you got to decide on the on the pressure rating of of your balanced system when we call uh okay so we're talking about a geezer specifically but 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 in modern installations the pressure of the pressure rating of the geezer also determines the the static pressure of both the hot and the cold water reticulation systems and that, and that, in turn, is determined by a number of factors, such as well, whatever the what are the design requirements? What what are, what kind of a building are we are we dealing with here? Um, who's going to be using the system? What are they going to be doing with it? Um, how long, you know, must the geyser last? Low low pressure gravity fed geysers will last you thirty five years without having been touched. High pressure geysers, you'll get five years out of them. So lifespan, building type, what type of building is it? As I said, what's the usage uh, patterns? Some some bulk hot water storage systems are zero KPA and with pumped uh, connections. So all of these things will will come into to this, uh, you know, will 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 factor into for the person to decide what kind of a system to use. Nine times out of ten, it'll be determined by the plans, by the building plans, by the architect, the designer, um, and the, pl- the plumber will simply follow suit. Um, uh, there will be discussions, surely, but um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not something that is cast in stone. It's quite malleable and flexible um, as to the options available. Having said that, though, most modern um, domestic situations 
the vast majority of them have what we call closed type high pressure geysers or sometimes to call semi high pressure geysers which which would be your 100 kpa geysers but most i would say 80 percent and even 90 percent of modern installations are, are are either 400 kpa or 600 kpa so those that's that's the um the sort of expectation of Joe Public out there these days is that when they get in the shower, they want to be, you know, they want the top layer of skin yes. to be taken <laughs> off them with a force of water. It's like a fire hose sometimes. It's, it's not even negotiable. Anything, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Anything less than that, you know, seem to be, oh, well, this system is underperforming. So that's the expectations. Whereas 20, 30 years ago, we all had gravity geysers. And, and a shower was nothing more than a, just a nice, pleasant rainfall, you know. So, but so it's determined by what are you trying to get out of the system. That's that's basically it, yeah. Okay, and and obviously the the customer, you say the designers like the architects, etc. Um, but also the customer also plays a role in there, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, like yeah. you said, the customer is. Am I okay with a little bit less pressure when I take a shower, or like me, for instance, I am not. I want that strong <laughs> water. <laughs> so, yeah, they also play a role in that in that decision in that decision in, in in the choice of what kind of pressure rating the geysers they have. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're an active contributor to uh, the the consumer culture uh, that we have, the throwaway culture that we have. <laughs> Quick, you know. I'm the, I'm, I'm <laughs> the one that, that, that would always try to bend the, the 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 plumber's arm and say, "Hey, hey, hey." <laughs> I know the standard may say this or that, but <laughs> yeah, no. But the no. fact is that I, you know, it's 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 not the right way to do things necessarily. But listen, Richard, I want to ask you about the valves in an installation must all valves uh match the pressure rating we spoke about the tp valve we must they all match that specific rating if it's a 200 kpa must they all match 200 kpa so i'm going to talk about only two valves which are the two valves with pressure ratings and that is your your tp valve which is the temperature and pressure emergency relief valve and the pcv or the pressure control valve which is usually integrated with a pressure relief valve, so we call it a we call it an integrate or multi-block. Um, it's a PCV and PRV. Uh, but so when you look at when you go and buy a geezer from a supplier, you buy it one hundred percent of the time. You will buy it, and it will come with the TP valve. It comes with it. Some geezer manufacturers even go so far as to create a, a, a molded um, plastic um, section into which the TP valve for that particular geezer clips and sits securely with the geezer. You cannot separate it from the geezer without, you know, you know, digging in there with your finger and pulling it quite hard. It's part and parcel of the purchase, that and the, and the drain cock. The drain cock is not pressurated. It's, it, but so... But the TP valve is because remember the TP valve has to relieve pressure when it when that pressure is too much for the tank to to handle. So I can't arbitrarily decide what that pressure is. It is it is fixed. It is rated at X pressure, and so the TP valve must be of an X type valve. So with that having been said, the TP valve and the geezer pressure rating has to be the same 100% of the time 
never, ever must they differ. So the TP valve and the geezer have to be the same pressure rating. The PCV, the pressure control valve, can be less than. It can be equal to or less than. Nothing stopping you from having a 600 kPa rated geezer and TP valve and putting in a 100 kPa uh, pressure control valve there. N no problem. You, you must, a lot of times plumbers confuse or they assume that because they are changing the pressure control valve rating to 100 kPa, they now have to change the TP's rating to the same as the pressure control valve 100 kPa and leave the geezer at 600. No, you cannot do that. You may not do that. The TP has to be the same as the geezer at all times. I'll give you a quick scenario. If you've got if you've, if you've done that, right, you've made a mistake and you've done it and somebody's done it in error. Now you've got a 100 kPa uh, PRV, so pressure reducing valve coming in, and you've, got, um, and you've got a 100 kPa TP valve installed in a 600 kPa geezer. Two years down the line, sell the property, new owner wants more pressure, gets up into the ceiling. He's a bit of a handyman. He sees the geezer is rated at 600 kPa, goes down to his local store, buys a 600 kPa pressure control valve, sticks it in there. Now you've got 600 incoming, 600 geezer, and 100 kPa TP. What's going to happen to that TP? It's going to pop. So it's going to continuously run. So th there's many permutations, but, but the point is the TP and the geezer has to be the same 100% of the time, no deviation, that's that. You can drop your incoming pressure, no problem. But the, P the PC valve... The PCV the, valve, yeah. yeah, pressure control valve must it can be can be less than or equal to the to the rated pressure, but the TP and the geezer must always be the same. Richard, as always, you know, again, I'm the layperson, I'm the consumer. I love, you know, finding these things out. Uh, I tend to be a little bit of a handyman myself sometimes, but uh, you know, when I hear about these things and the risks um, involved in in doing things incorrectly. I sort of get a lack of scrick and a sort of an eye-opener and I realize <laughs> why we need plumbers, <laughs> qualified, properly yeah. qualified professional plumbers. And, um, you know, as yeah. always, I value the information that you share on this podcast and I do believe it carries the same value to our listeners, whether they are consumers or whether they are technicians out in the field. It may be that, you know what, They've they've come in a habit of, of, of you know, these things come second nature to them or this may serve as sort of just a reminder to them, that, hey, hey, remember to think about that and take that into consideration. So thanks a stack again, Richard, for, for joining us and for the information. Oh, always a pleasure, Willem. Always a pleasure. And then lastly, to you, the listener out there, thanks a stack for your time, for tuning in and having listened to this episode. We will definitely chat to you again next time. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.